Joe. And this is your buddy Breeze. Hey, how's it going, Joe? I wanted to bring a question. What would get a president in trouble or when he says, I can only take one more question or I'm going to get in trouble? I heard I heard that's, that's disturbing. Because, okay, let me rephrase that. Because Joe Biden is not Donald Trump. Donald Trump would engage with the reporters and he would go toe-to-toe. Joe Biden has been very scripted and his handlers have very kept him under wraps all through the campaign. They didn't have a lot of questions from reporters. No, no, no seasoned reporter was able to sit down and have an interview with him. It was always like a comic or somebody that was very favorable to him. So when he, and even during the, now that he's president, he's had one press conference, he gives a speech, but then he moves on. He doesn't get the chance to be asked questions by the media. So that's disturbing when he said, I can't talk because I'm going to get, I'll get into trouble. Who's handling him? And that's the, I think that's the million dollar question because it's, I think once we figure out who's maybe leading or telling Biden what to do is who we're actually going to find out is actually running the country. And that's that's scary. What is, is that Kamala Harris or is that his chief of staff or Susan Rice, who's the domestic policy advisor? But think about this. We have a situation on the border and he hasn't engaged the press on any of that. Kamala Harris, the vice president, she was put in charge of the border. Then she's put in charge of the country of origin. She hasn't had a press conference in about 35 days. And then if you remember during the campaign, Joe Biden stated, when I first day in office, I'm going to take the lead on this coronavirus and we're going to end it right away. Then yesterday, I read in Real Clear Politics, there was an article that every week they have all 50 governors and the president, vice president, and medical advisors discussed COVID strategies and what they're doing and what's not working and all that stuff. But in the article, it said when Donald Trump was president, Mike Pence, the vice president, he took the lead on all those weekly meetings. And 40 times, President Trump came into the meeting. Since Joe Biden's been president and since January 20th, he nor Kamala Harris have been on that conference call one time. Yeah. So here's a guy that said he's going to take the lead from day one, and he's been absent on it. And so we're approaching the 100-day mark of him. Correct. And it's usually like a gauge for the presidency. We know that we, they did it with Trump. And they're probably going to, we know they're going to do it with Biden, but they're probably going to softball him a little bit. Now we have uh, Cong- or Nancy Pelosi invited him to speak. That's not really a State of the Union because that's usually like after your first year in office. So where are we going to expect with this upcoming speech. Now, for our listeners' stake, this is April, excuse me, April 27th. Tomorrow is April 28th, Wednesday, when the president is going to speak to the nation. Oh, really? So I just want to put that in context whenever this comes out. But he's supposed to unveil some very lofty goals. And one of them is they're looking at family and child care, which he wants to spend about a trillion dollars on all this to make child care free. He wants to do various other things. Now, the progressive wing of the Democratic Party wants them to lower the Medicare age, I think, either to 50, 50, 55 or 50. But they want to include like dental care and other things that are not typically included in Medicare now. 
and they want the corporations and the wealthy to pay for that. Well, of course. Who else? Who else? It's good. But see, the, the problem is with the Democrat. Now, the Republicans were just as egregious with spending, but nothing like this. This is what LBJ did, and this is what Franklin Roosevelt did. They just massively expanded the federal government into every areas of Americans' lives. So the question is, with all this spending, is this going to trigger inflation? Because we're at almost $30 trillion. Is it also maybe, is there another housing crisis on the horizon? Especially nowadays, how it's almost uh, people, it's a seller's market. You're going to get top dollar for your house now, especially here in Florida. I guess it's with like the areas that people want to live. But I think the pandemic kind of moved that as well, because now you can be remote for work so you can live anywhere. Yeah, that changed a lot. I don't know if it's a bubble or going back to the housing crash of 08, 09. I would have to do some more research on that. I do have a friend who's in the real estate and he says it is a very hot market because you're getting a lot of people, like you just said, you don't have to work and live in the same area. Yeah. So we are seeing a lot of people coming in from the Northeast, like especially New York. Now, California, I think the median price for a home now is over $700,000. A lot of people are moving out. You're You're still having less and less housing being built. So the demand's there, but there's less supply. So that substantially drives up the cost. And does that affect as well? Obviously, property taxes are going to go up. If you have $500,000 house and you're now that house is now worth $700,000 and you buy it at $700,000, you're going to be paying some big money on tax. Yes, but okay, let's take it. So people don't like living in California because of the rules and restrictions that have been in place over the past year. So they all move out of California, which drives the price of house or real estate down because that there's no longer that demand for real estate. So wouldn't the property taxes? No, that is a good question. And I would have to divulge, dive deeper into that. But right now, home prices in, in California are going up. They're real. It could be that, and again, I'm not an expert in that, so I don't want to speculate, but I think the people who are definitely moving out are those who are in the middle. Yeah. They just can't afford to buy a house. They make good money. They have a good job, but they just don't have enough to afford this type of home price. So they move to either other parts of California or they just eventually move out. So we'll have to see how this plays out. Yeah. And it just, uh, it's going to be interesting because you said he's going to be talking on the 28th. Which is tomorrow. If this, from this podcast, this is Wednesday, it'll be the 28th of April that he'll be speaking. So we're speculating on what's going on and just giving our analysis pre-addressed to the country. We definitely have something more to say on our bigger podcast after we see what he has to say. The Republicans, I think, are maybe not showing up. No, the Republicans, I'm not, this, I'm not sure how it's going to be done because this is the first address from a president in the post-pandemic era. Because when Trump gave his State of the Union address last year, this was before we did the lockdown and before the pandemic and everything. So I'm not sure if everything's going to be in. I'm sure he's going to wear a mask walking in, but I don't know how it's going to be set up. I, 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 I just don't know. Yeah.
And I think, you know, we like to hear some input from our listeners about what their thoughts are about the current or the past 100 days under this administration and give their opinion and views. And how can they do that, John? They can do that one way. But one thing I would like to know is what would our listeners, what questions would they ask a president if they could do that? And that may be something we can discuss, but they can do that by going to Ubaldi Reports at gmail.com. That's Ubaldi Reports at gmail.com. Or you can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and type in Ubaldi Reports. And if you go to Facebook, you can go to Ubaldi Reports group and you can leave a question there. But Joe, before I go, segue over to you, Joe, I forgot one thing. We're also trying to tweak how to do live streaming. We did it once, but we have some bugs we want to work out. So we're getting back to that. We'll let you know when that when we get again to live streaming. But Joe, why don't you tell our listeners what we're also going to be doing? Soon, hopefully before May, we're going to be doing a uncensored podcast where John and I can really give you our opinion in a very uncensored manner where we get nitty gritty and we curse and we'll have fun with it and express our deep true concerns sometimes we have to be politically correct on the regular show but this one we're just gonna let loose and that's gonna be on patreon you can donate a dollar per show or we're setting up memberships where you can pay for a month pay for a year even do a little bit of advertising if you're interested and we're going to be sending out that link soon so everybody can take a look at our patreon and everybody have a good day yeah have a good day and keep listening to the volume of the